What's up, Dunwoody? Discover Dunwoody took a bunch of photos of our families last spring. Uh, they've been using them as marketing for the city and putting some of them in the crier this summer. It's been really cool to see full-page What's Up Dunwoody ads, and my kids have loved seeing themselves in the newspaper. So thank you again to Discover Dunwoody for putting all that together. Appen Media Group bought the Dunwoody Crier earlier this year. We reached out to publisher Hans Appen to hear how Appen has handled taking over for the great Dick Williams. It was fun to talk digital marketing and podcasts with them. Appen Media now has over 20 different podcasts under their name. They have recognized that the physical paper might just be their bread and butter for now, but media is always changing and podcasts are the new hotness. Um, there's no better way to cover a story than to bring that interview directly to your ears. My name is Matt Weber. I'm a real estate agent podcasting in my free time. Each of these episodes takes three or four hours to produce and publish, and we've been doing one or two of these a week for the last year and a half. So this summer, we took a long break from recording. My wife got her house back, and we took it easy for a while. Thanks for bearing with us during this time. I think I only have three shows to get out from earlier this summer. We've already started recording again. Our short-term goal is to sit down with all six candidates from this November 3rd's contested elections, and hopefully you get to know these folks on a personal level. All but one have responded back so far. Uh, I think that'll be a cool way to get to meet the candidates and for us to meet the candidates. Remember, you'll be voting for mayor and all three city council races because they are at large spots. Hennigan is running unopposed, but there's still three highly contested races that everybody in Dunwoody gets to vote on. I repeat, if you live in Dunwoody, you will be voting for three separate city council spots and for the mayor this November. So we will be bringing you, hopefully, all six of these candidates and you'll be able to get to know them right along with us. It'll be just like you're sitting at my wife's beautiful dining room table, except my dog won't be begging for your attention while we're talking. With me, as always, is Justin Dyke. Justin is founder of PoolDues.com, a back-end billing software for your neighborhood swim and tennis. Our only sponsor is Brett Friedman from Village Orthodontics. One of our next recordings I need to get out was with Brett. Um, we met up with him at Porter Brew & Q and did a little bourbon tasting, so that'll be a fun show, hopefully. But enough about us. Here's our conversation with Hans Appen from The Crier. What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. Woohoo! All right, so uh, we're here with Hans Appen. Thanks, Hans. Thanks for having me, guys. Hans is from the Crier, um, the, the new improved Crier. Mm-hmm. So tell us about the new improved Crier. Have you improved it yet? That's the real question. We're working on it. Every week we're doing a little bit more, but uh, we're having a lot of fun with it. We're doing a lot of uh, the stuff that readers really enjoyed the most about the crier the where in the world some of the uh, uh reporters that were writing for the crier previously came over with us um so kathy val a few others um are still plugging away with us at the crier and then we are adding some things kind of as we go so that's what i tell folks most of the time is that um you know we're we we don't want to change what people like the most about the crier but we do want to add to it yeah so are you looking for a hipper, younger audience now, the, uh, the, <laughs> um, the 30-year-olds in Dunwoody? You know, we, through App and Media Group, we reach a wide range, you know, whether it's through our newspapers, through our podcasts, online. Um, we just want people to read our news. Um, uh, we'll, we'll do what we can here and there to reach certain audiences, but it's not, it's not a calculated uh, surgical effort. We're trying to reach everybody. Right. Yeah, we should do that too. We should stop ignoring the over 60 demographic. Hey, I tell you what, I did a presentation at the North Fulton Senior Services Center. Sounds fun. And uh, they just wanted an update on their local paper, what was going on. They wanted the publisher to come in and say hi. I started talking about our podcasts, and one woman raised her hand and stopped me mid-sentence and said, Honey, do you know who you're talking to? (laughs) 
And I said, well, yeah, but, you know, this is great stuff. You guys would really enjoy this. And so I'm actually going back to kind of give them a tutorial on what a podcast is and how to download it and how to find it. So they're excited. Just make sure you drop our name. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And just have them bring their phones up to you and just do it for them. You know, like I've, I've done it before. I'll do it (laughs) again. We've done that too. Yeah, exactly. Like give me your phone. I'll find this. Yeah. Yeah. I like the Siri method. We're like, Siri, subscribe to what's up done with podcast. Have you done that? Have you tried that? I have not done that. Yeah. Crucial. Okay. Yeah. You should say that at the beginning of every episode so that people who are not doing that, yeah. Siri's going to hear him. I feel like most of our downloading. crowd is about our age, though. You know? Good call. For Siri to like, do it. Yeah, if they're just listening and then someone who's nearby, their Siri will pick up. I'll just go like, Alexa, subscribe <laughs> to What's Up Dunwoody Podcast. Yeah, yeah. No, I listen to a podcast where the guy ever just will randomly blurt out, uh, Alexa, play Thriller. <laughs> and then he gets all these at mentions on his Twitter feed like, damn you, John, I hated that. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> we do need to do that. Well, in fact, we just did do that. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised he didn't say anything. Oh, yeah, she said quiet. She knows that we're podcasting. Yeah, it's a good robot. So, what what was the transition like? I mean, how did you guys end up? How did you end up with the crier? So, the long and the short of it is that we were printed and are printed at the same printer um, in Seneca, South Carolina. And so, when our printer got wind that Dick was publishing his last edition and was closing up shop, he called me. Um, you know, we, we've been around since 1990 and we have never bought a newspaper since the original, uh, paper that my parents bought, uh, in 1990. Um, every paper that we publish or have published since then, we started from scratch. So we've, we've never been through a process like this. And, uh, so our printer called me and obviously he wanted to save the business. Um, but he called me and said, you know, you should call Dick, call Jim, and uh, see if they might be interested in selling instead of closing up shop. And so that's what we did, um, and that's the, sh- that's the short version, but it kind of worked out. We ended up uh, bringing Jim and then another uh, employee of Dick's, uh, Donna, on board, um, which I don't know how we could have done it without them because yeah, they, they, nice. know, they know where how to make that thing run, um, and they've been awesome to have on our staff now. So that's kind of how we you know, made it happen, I All guess. Right. Is there still the the building near Moondog Growlers? Is that still the crier? Is that right? It's still there. Okay, all There's right. There's still a sign out there. I'm not sure what the plan is, but... But do they work out of there, or do they... No, they work out of Appamedia's offices now oh, in okay. Alpharetta. Yeah, Alpharetta. yeah. And tell everybody, where are your other newspapers? So we do the Herald newspapers is what we've been doing forever. It's the Alfreda Roswell, Johns Creek, Forsyth, and Milton. Okay. Um, so with the crier now, we're combined circulation 93,000 in sort of that north metro Atlanta area. Okay, that's pretty good. Gotta get you up to hundred, right? <laughs> I'm trying. It act. In- interestingly enough, once we brought the crier on board, we're larger than the AJC five out of seven days a week. Really? That's kind of our claim to fame now. Um, that's cool. Their Thursday and Sunday papers are over a hundred thousand. Huh. But wow. it seems kind of low. It it it's for historically AJ- low for the AJC. Digital days, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's um. The daily model is still struggling um, to, to re- reach such a big statewide audience like the AJC does and to do it seven days a week. I, I don't envy the position they're yeah, in. It's got to be hard. Yeah. Well, and I guess they have subscribers too, whereas with you guys, it's just everybody in that area gets it. Right. 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 Yeah. Okay. So we're free delivery um, once a week, uh, Thursday publications. And that's just kind of the way we've always been set up since 1990. It 
it has been sort of a blessing and a curse, but nowadays I think it, it's one of the smartest things that my parents did when they set up is they continued that model of just a free delivery into your driveway. If you don't want it, call us and we'll take you off the delivery, but otherwise you'll get it every week. And what that's led us to be able to do is our circulation has never decreased. Um, it's set for 2008. We shut down the Gwinnett Herald, um, so it decreased that year, but in the the other 34 years it's increased in circulation oh wow um so it okay. helps because we don't have to worry about that sort of that part of the business we don't rely on that for a revenue stream and we can focus on you know the advertising campaigns and the quality of the news and podcasts and all the rest yeah let's talk podcasts yeah so you got a bunch of podcasts we're loving podcasts um, everybody loves podcasts yeah it's uh we started our first one january of last year uh, inside the box. That's I'm actually exactly hosting that one. Right? Yeah, yeah, that is. February is it really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, huh. Quite a coincidence. Something in the water that month. Everyone's like, <laughs> yeah. that's what I talk. <laughs> so, we, so we started it as um, kind of a second step to our investigative journalism arm in the company. In January 2017, we launched a, an arm called uh, Black Box, which is, have you guys seen the movie Spotlight? Boston Herald. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's kind of modeled off of that, uh, black boxes, and we'll go into community and focus on a project or a caller reader will call us with a tip and we'll uh, sort of dive deeper into that topic than we would do on sort of a normal weekly basis. And we did a bunch of projects in 2017 and it went really well. It seemed to be really well received in the community. We kind of re-engaged a lot of readers that maybe had, you know, for whatever reason, disconnected from our papers. Um, we had people excited to kind of look out for if we had a, a black box uh, edition that week. And at the end of the year, we kind of we, we wanted to figure out what was next. How do we support those efforts and grow those efforts? And that's when we decided, well, podcasting might be a way to tell more of the story because mm-hmm. you can hear the tone of someone's voice who is talking about an incident that we're reporting on. You can do more because obviously you're constricted to a certain extent in the papers with word count and page count. Reading is really boring, too. Yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah, it's hard sometimes. (laughs) It is hard. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, and so we did that and had a lot of fun with it, and then we had a couple other people on staff that saw how fun it was, and they wanted to start their own. I told them, go for it. Um, And we started to monetize it and hire new people for it, and it really started to just kind of organically become its own department within our company. And so today we just launched uh, three new shows in June. So grand total, we have 18 different podcast channels now. What's the most successful one? Um, All time is probably the inside the box show, the original. Um, It's now been listened to in all 50 States. um, I think 22 different countries and, um, it's got the most downloads um, for any show on the network. The fastest growing one right now is probably Georgia Politics Podcast, mm-hmm. just because everybody's sick and politics junkies. So yeah. they just can't get enough of it and just keep coming back. Is that as narrow as you go, though, Georgia? Um, or do you have like a Roswell podcast, Alpharetta podcast? We Kind of the same crap we're doing. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Um, nothing like that yet. The closest thing we probably do with that is we have a daily show called the Herald Daily Update. Mm. And we'll do kind of the quick hits like the uh, 
top headlines of the day kind of thing, like New York Times daily podcast and um, a couple shows like that. Um, I wanted, but I wanted, we'll, sorry, I wanted to check our stats on on how many states we have penetrated. How many? You can't I, don't know, I couldn't. I could, yeah, I think yeah. you changed the login. Maybe. <laughs> you got your password privileges revoked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a surveillance van out on the street. <laughs> um, well, yeah, podcasts are the new thing. I mean, that's that's the direction everybody wants to go, and you kind of get to know the people a little bit better. I mean, I've, I've listened to podcasts for the last five years probably continuously we're we're having a blast with it in a lot of ways it's kind of uh redefined sort of our company culture um you know not a lot of people walk into our or used to not a lot of people walk into our building to you know be interviewed by a reporter to schedule their advertising it's usually us going to them Mm -hmm. so prior to podcasting i mean you'd only have a handful of folks walk in every week um, but with 18 different shows, we've got people walking in and out of our office all the time. You film all, all at the same place? Yes, at all wow. at our headquarters in downtown Alpharetta. Um, we How had, many podcasting rooms is that? We have one big studio. Okay. Uh, we we used to have two. We kind of shut it down because it's a little smaller, can't hold as many people. But it's just it's cool to see the people who are walking in and out every day. Uh, we had Teresa Tomlinson in last week, mm-hmm. just running for Senate against David Perdue. And so we got to chat with her a little bit. I had the CEO of Moe's in a few months ago. So that was cool. That guy's cool, right? He's an Athens guy, right? Uh, Moe's? Moe's? The Mexican place? Is it? I think no. it's from Georgia, though. Oh, maybe no, he not. lives in Milton. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's actually, so it's the same guy. They own, it's Schlotsky's, Moe's, Cinnabon, a few others. And uh, I was pissed though because I didn't find out that that's who it, it, wasn't, it was. He went on my show. Oh. I just saw him walking by. I said hi. And after they recorded the show, I said, "Well, who was that guy?" And he said, "Oh, CEO of Moe's." I said, "Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Tell me that beforehand. I love that place." <laughs> but uh, it's just it's cool because we get to, like you said, it's a great way to meet new people, to have conversations you wouldn't have otherwise. And you said your show. What's your show? My show's inside the box. Okay, that is. Um, yeah, it's inside the box on that black box projects. Okay. Wait, um, and sorry, what was the black box project? So the black box projects. So. Kind of the way I describe it, it's a project because it has multiple parts to it of, of what we're covering, what we're reporting. Because typically at a weekly newspaper, you cover that week's news, whether that's school news, sports, whatever it may be, city council, you move on to the next week. Okay. And unless there's a really big topic that just got a ton of buzz in the community, most small community newspapers, they don't have the resources to really focus on something and stick to it. they got to move on to the next thing. We decided that's not what we wanted to do or be anymore. So we said, as things come up that deserve more attention, um, for example, uh, our first black box project for Dunwoody was the ambulance story that we worked on. Um, So uh, we plan to cover that until ambulance response times are meeting the standards they're supposed to be meeting so which is going to be a while probably <laughs> well we'll see hopefully our coverage may you know yeah inform the community a little bit more than they would have otherwise or encourage them to be a little more involved in that process to speak on it so that's the idea we want this to be our black box projects to be a community effort and to get them involved it's kind of what we do i guess we harp on the same stuff over and over again yeah so yeah but I'll find a good story, and then I'll reach out to that person. Yeah, sure. yeah, we yeah. get we we get the angle on it. Yeah, yeah. Right. 
What have we done so far? What have we changed so far in the community? Anything? Changed? Nothing. Okay, all right. Just making sure. <laughs> I still want that to be a We zero. brought a smile to the community. Yeah. <laughs> Par for the course. The, the Crier's a well-known paper. I mean, that was a, that was a good one to, to sweep up to purchase, I guess. Yeah, it, it's the, the more that I talk to people in the community, people that knew Dick or uh, know Jim, um, the more I understand um, how important it is to the people of Dunwoody. Um, I got a voicemail. I need to call her back. Actually, on the way here from a, a nice lady that just called me to say thanks for bringing the Crier back. And I, I cannot tell you the number of people that have done that or sent letters. I like to tell everybody. So Jim um, has been with the crier for 37 years. Oh, and so, you know, anybody that has worked for one company for 37 years, whatever's next in your life, that's going to be huge. You know, it's life changing. So and that's you. Know, you. That, that was <laughs> so Jim, you know, coming over to app and media, you know, just moving buildings. That's a big deal. And so he's, He's in a corner office at Appen Media Group, and it's got glass walls on either side. And um, I would receive emails or letters from Dunwoody residents. And as I received them, I'd print them out, and I'd tape them on Jim's windows. Yeah. And about three weeks later, you could not see Jim. Yeah. And Which was the real point of this. <laughs> <laughs> he's laughing. I bet you he's listening and laughing at that one now. But uh, I, I, I just thought it was so cool. It 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 meant a lot to us because it was no easy feat to, you know, do something that was totally out of the usual for us. Um, and you know, a big change for Jim and for Donna who came on board. Um, but I think it's also a huge testament to just the brand that is the crier and Dunwoody and, um, the brand that was Dick, you know, and Dick. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I've heard, one of the cool parts about being involved in the crier now is hearing all the cool Dick stories and yeah. um, learning more about his time with Georgia gang and um, really how smart a person he is. Um, he, uh, he, in, from what I am told, and again, I'm, I'm new to Dunwoody in lots of different ways. Um, so what I am able to learn about Dunwoody, I'm learning through stories from readers who are calling just to, with questions or comments and um, just have heard some great stories about how instrumental Dick was and is in projects that are happening in the community, including Cityhood for yeah. the city of Dunwoody. So That was this week's show. She was talking a lot about yeah, Dick. absolutely. Yeah. I'm halfway through part two. Oh, really? So spoil the ending oh, for you. Maxwell nice listener. <laughs> we, don't, we don't become a city. That's the... <laughs> Incorporation failed. Yeah, but he's, he's done a lot for the city for sure. Yeah. Has, has the report? How long has the reporter been around? Is that? I feel like the Crier was our magazine. I mean, our, was our newspaper. Sure. Yeah. And and the history of the Criers that you know prior to it being a you know tradi- what you would think of as a traditional community newspaper, it was a shopper for a lack of a better term for um, one of the the local strip malls. Like a Kroger. Uh, like a you know like that's a, how it started. Yeah. Yeah. That's the uh, that's the origin. Um, and uh, and then Dick really was the person to really turn it into a, a you know a traditional newspaper uh, for the city. That's funny. We should have started like that too. It's just you still could. Yeah. yeah, let's go. Let's go to that. Let's Savvy go. shopper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that. So, are, are you sticking with the conservative 
view. I mean, I feel like it was a little skewed. Um, that's what I hear um, in the past. You know, uh, that's that's a what lot of I people he- love. That a lot of people don't love it. It <laughs> certainly depends on what side of the aisle you're on. But uh, you know, we we're gonna stick with. Um, the philosophy that has allowed us to continue app and media for as long as we have, which is we are about as a tip, a a political, um, a newspaper group as you will find anywhere. Um, we, we believe very firmly in the idea that a newspaper's job is to report the news and let people formulate their own opinions. So that's what we plan to do now. Um, that being said with any newspaper, you're going to have opinion pages and, um, we do have opinions and we'll state them as we feel it is necessary, but they will very clearly be labeled opinion pieces. Somebody um, else's name on them. <laughs> somebody else's name on them. And uh, that's, that's, that's our strategy. Now, to a reader, you know, they, they formulate their own opinions and um, will perceive news however they will, but uh, you can't always you can't please everybody. Is what I tell people. So like me with my movie theater review of the Perimeter Point Theater. Yeah. So so far though, nobody has has, has provided a counterpoint to me my terrible review of <laughs> Perimeter Point. <laughs> what, what's uh, do you know what's been like the hottest story this year? That uh, I mean, um, I guess of all of all your media groups, has there been anything that kind of stuck out? I mean, the ambulance story was a pretty big story, and it seems like it has. I mean. You know, there's not a lot that's more important than how fast or how slow it takes you to get to the hospital if you really need to. Um, So that's been a big one. I mean, we've got some elections coming up. That'll be, you know, important to keep an eye on. Um, You know, this back and forth with uh, uh, Board of Ed seems like that's going to be something just (laughs) (laughs) keep looking at. Mm -hmm. Um, So is there are there stories that you run in all of the all the papers, like, do you look for the bigger stories that are kind of all over Atlanta, or you try to go yeah, into each city and? We try to be as local as we can get. That's a lot harder. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's kind of our bread and butter. It's it's what we think that we can do well. That you know, um, other media groups, other news organizations, for whatever reason, don't have the resources, are not covering. Or can be too big, yeah. Yeah, or, or too big. Um, Who's your reporter for Dunwoody? Do you have, like, certain guys or girls that... We don't have a designated full-time reporter on the books right now. Is that what you plan um, to do, though? Yes. Seems like the easiest way, for By sure. By the time this comes out, we actually may have someone. Um, we're interviewing uh, for the position, so I guess anybody that's, that's well, listening that's to this show... No. Justin, do you want to do it? Okay, I want to nominate Connor Evans, <laughs> your intern. I want him to be a full-time employee for you guys. Uh, I uh, I have no problem saying I would hire Connor in a heartbeat. He's got to get out of school. He's got to get out of school. He's he's uh, wise beyond his years. He's going to be a junior uh, this coming school year, so he's actually got two years of school. Left. Get him to quit school. Be like, <laughs> I'm going to pay you now. Why do you need to go to school to get to do something that you're going to get now? You know. Okay. Connor's yeah. mom, if you're listening. Yeah. Yeah. That's what <laughs> we're trying to do. We'll, yeah. we'll contact Okay. Him. Sounds good. And we'll reach out to him through Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that he, for real? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> he is young. He is a young, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess uh-huh. we should rewind that a little bit. He's been your intern for two summers now. He's a, yeah, he's just a good kid, you know, mm-hmm. kind of uh, Jimmy Olsen-ish, I would say, mm-hmm. right? I can see that. Yeah. 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 
Uh, so we saw him at the the village overlay thing, and he was you, you know he's like scribbling down notes on a traditional little notepad. stuck out oh, like yeah. a sore thumb. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. kind of like what are you doing? Stop. Twenty year old. <laughs> yeah. He's he's great. He's everywhere. He's been covering Dunwoody for us um, uh, since we bought the Crier. He's covering for Scythe for us a little a little bit. He's doing. He started his own podcast while he's in a what month and a half that he's been here what a jerk yeah i mean he's he's working his butt off so who are your other reporters that are kind of in the area for you know for now yeah and our crier readers will will more than likely see all of their names at some point um they all have their own beat they have to cover but to your question about you know stories that might overlap um as they're covering things that need to run in all five papers or um in particular maybe that alfred roswell paper that there's some overlap there um we have uh, Julia Grahovsky covers our Alfreda Roswell beat. Uh, Joe Parker covers our Milton, Carson Cook, Johns Creek. Uh, and then Pat Fox is our managing editor and covers Alpharetta. Okay. So, so yeah, so what's your actual role? Are you, you don't consider yourself the editor? Or... I'm the publisher. Okay. Um, I do a little bit of everything. Um, I don't write. I'll write an opinion piece once in a while, um, but I don't have a journalism degree. I have a degree in economics, so I'm not a trained reporter, but... Uh, we've, I'm, we've I'm di- dangerous enough to, to run an opinion piece once yeah. in a while. Yeah, we've discovered you don't need any sort of, you know, reading and writing degree <laughs> of any sort. You just bring on people that are more intelligent than you and ask them questions, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty much. It'd be nice if you guys would put some clothes on once in a while. <laughs> but uh, This is a podcast. So. Yeah, yeah. My shirt was off earlier today. Yeah, it was. I'm wearing a tie. I didn't even know I had to wear a tie. <laughs> <laughs> a bow tie. <laughs> A great looking bow tie. Though. That is a good bow tie. That is a nice bow tie. All right. Well, um, anything else you want to get into? I mean, um, yeah. I, I I appreciate you guys having me on the show. I'm a fan. You guys are are doing a good good production here. Um, and uh, I think a, a rising tide lifts all boats. So you've got a fan and a supporter over at the App and Podcast Network. And um, we're not in competition. That's people got to get past that. You know. When yeah, you, I have heard got a that. Why do people think that? I think I that's know. interesting. I, I, it's flattering to think that we're competition for the, the crier <laughs> in any way, you know, but well, we're just a little bit more sarcastic than the crier, maybe. Yeah, we, we've popped a few tires on people that have said they want to start a Dunway podcast. Uh, <laughs> this uh, is what this is just the beginning. Wait till you see what. Well, yeah. boy, do I have news for you. <laughs> <laughs> 19 of them on the way. <laughs> But, uh, no, I mean, um, thanks for having me on, and uh, just a message to Dunwoody. Uh, again, we appreciate all the love you've thrown our way um, as we have taken on the uh, very exciting challenge that is the continuation of the crier. Send us uh, news tips. We'd love uh, to hear from you. You can email them direct to me, hansdappenmediagroup.com, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. Awesome. Edit that out so it's our email address. <laughs> Well, thanks, Hans. Appreciate, Appreciate it. Appreciate it.